all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Houdat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew, and I want to start this episode by saying Happy New Year to all those listeners and Saints fans out there. Hope 2020 brings everybody good health, and hopefully the Saints a Super Bowl victory. As always, for preview episodes, we're going to start off with our notes, going into our intriguing matchups, and finish off with our group-by-group preview but I want to start by saying look the Saints are in the playoffs and it looks like they're going to be ready to go in this one like look they're 13-3 and wildcard weekend is not something usually in the sites for 13-3 teams but the Saints seems ready to go as I said before I'm not going to go into like a you know big passionate speech as I did last episode this episode is going to be more of just we're going to look at the X's and O's of this one where do the Saints have the edge where do the Vikings maybe have an edge and it's really interesting obviously to me I think we have more notes this time I tried to go a little deeper into this episode so we'll see how it goes, but I think when looking at this, it's going to be a very interesting game, and um, look, the Vikings are a very talented team, and to me, they're under, they definitely underperformed, and this is a team that they got some stars, and um, look, injuries hurt them a little bit, but they're pretty healthy, I think the Saints are pretty healthy, I think both these teams, I don't think injuries are a huge detriment to both these teams going into the playoffs, so to me, I think this game is going to be a lot about, for the Saints stopping the run, obviously, and, you know, then opening, and then the Vikings are going to have to open up on offense, and that's where they've struggled a lot, so I think that's going to be the key to this game, and I'm confident that the Saints could do that, and obviously we're going to get into a lot of it later, but, I mean, I think the Saints have a really good matchup in this one, and, you know, if you look at Vikings Twitter, you look at Vikings fans, they're like, this is the worst matchup for us, and uh, to me, I couldn't, for them, I mean, look, you you would like to play your division opponent third time through, as, you know, you lost them twice, it's a good chance you may win that third game, so I think that would be an interesting matchup for them. And then obviously, you know, the Seahawks, another, I think a better matchup for them. They're banged up going to this game. You'd much rather see them than the Saints, who just look great over the last few games. So to me, it's obviously really interesting. But I think I think the Saints are coming in hot, and I think they'll hopefully ride this one. But let's start off with our notes here. And Saints are favored by 7.5 points, and that's obviously really good. The betters think that the Saints are going to win this one, and... I think, look, 7.5 is the most um, a team's favorite this week. So, obviously, the betters think they're confident that the Saints are going to win this one. They have a 63.2% chance uh, percent chance to win by ESPN's uh, Pro Football Index. Um, so, again, that's really good. Our uh, Football Power Index, I'm sorry there. I mean, the Saints have won three straight, four out of their last five. That's really great. This season, they're 3-1 and one versus playoff teams. That's very good. The Vikings have lost three of five, which is not good. They're not coming in hot. That's the one thing this Vikings team is. They are not hot, and they've not played good football of late, and they haven't beat a playoff. The only, they've beat one playoff team this whole year, and that would be the Eagles. They are one and four against playoff teams, and that's just not good. And they've struggled basically in every playoff game. And when they play that Eagles team, they're not playing as good as they are now. They were obviously working some kinks out, and they were not as good. They were like the five and seven Eagles, not the nine and seven Eagles that won four straight. So, to me, this Vikings team is just, when the bright lights turn on, they're not there. And will that change? Now we'll see. I mean, look, I think, as I said last episode, history is meant to be broken. History is meant to be rewrote, writ, written here. Sorry there. But, uh, again, the, the, the definitely looking at those overall stats is not looking good for them. I mean, looking at the Saints' offense, they've scored over 30 points, 6 of 7 games, 36 point, points per game in that 
um, span, which is obviously great. In the month of December, Drew Brees wins Offensive Player of the Month. I mean, 15 touchdowns, no picks. That's all you got to say. I mean, he's came in here and done a really good job. You got to get Brees. He looks at top of his game right now, and that's got to definitely scare a ton of teams. So, to me, look, I don't know if this Vikings team can stop the Saints offense. I mean, their cornerbacks have been just bad, straight up bad this year. They've relied on some really good safety play. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. But the Saints offense is clicking on all cylinders, and that moved them into the third-best offense by points in this whole season. So that's obviously really good. You know, you look at midseason, they were not there. They were 13th, 14th, 15th, and now they're into the top five again, into the top three again. So obviously really good. They're clicking on all cylinders. And I don't know if those Vikings team can stop them. I don't know if anyone can stop them. I think the Saints, I'm pretty confident, man. Every defense they got to face to get to the Super Bowl here, I'm confident they, could, they can put up 30 points or more. And um, that means your defense just got to hold the other team to less than 30, which I think this defense can do as well. So, again, I, I think it will be interesting, but I, I think the Saints offense, it clicking on all cylinders, maybe a bye wouldn't have helped. Maybe that would hurt them. And, uh, you know, Breeze, I think, coming in, I think his arm will stay up for four games, and I'm pretty confident that, you know, he's going to come here, this offense going to come up in here and do a really good job there. So that's really big. The Vikings, eighth-ranked offense, fifth-ranked defense. Their stats are on their side. They have some really good stats. I mean, look, they're going to run the ball. They run the ball really well. They're sixth in rushing, which is really good. I mean, when you're in the top six of rushing, you've got a really good running back in Dalvin Cook, who's missed the last few games, but he's going to be back in a full percent because they kind of rested him after they knew they were going to make the playoffs. But the Saints are fourth against the run, and I really like the Saints stopping anybody. I mean, they've stopped everybody this season. I mean, the only team they really didn't stop was the 49ers, and they have, like, that running back by committee, and that, that zone run just gave the Saints fits. And the fact the Vikings don't have that. So I don't... I don't know if I envision them stopping the run. I don't know if we even see that going in. So it's going to be really interesting there. And I think when looking at it, I don't know. So I think that's going to be really interesting to see what the Vikings can do. The, the, the way you beat the Vikings is you spread them out. I mean, look, if you can spread them out, they have not been good. You have Kirk Cousins failing under pressure, throwing, making bad decisions, throwing picks. And um, that that's kind of what, when they lose, that's kind of what happens. When they win, they're able to run the ball and, you know, do some great things. But... I mean, I watched that the Packers game in Week 16. It was not a good showing for Kirk Cousins. It wasn't a good showing overall. Now, maybe that's because they didn't have Dalvin Cook. But I don't know. It just doesn't really look so hot for them. I, I don't think that Dalvin Cook's going to have this huge game. The Saints haven't given up a 100-yard rusher in, what, like 42 games? And you think that's going to change? I just don't see that. Now, maybe, look, maybe, you know, Dalvin Cook's going to show up in this game and go go off. I don't know. I think the Saints are going to sell out, stop the run. They're going to let Kirk Cousins beat them, and I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. So, again, that's just kind of what I'm thinking with these notes. A lot of things go the Saints' way. I really like the Saints definitely with in their secondary with Lattimore uh, matching up with one of their two great wide receivers. We'll see who that is, and then we'll see who's on the other side and who plays them. I trust Janoris Jenkins if Eli Apple doesn't go. I mean, it looks like look, this Saints team is going to look pretty healthy. I don't think Eli Apple is going to go, and I think that everyone else will on this team. It seems like they're going to have a strong offensive line, which is big for the Saints. It looks like they're going to have their safeties go with Bell and Marcus Williams. That's really big. So you're going to have your two safeties in there. You're going to have then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson as your nickel again. And it's it's looking like a really strong team. You have Janoris Jenkins, who I think is an upgrade over uh, Eli Apple if he's playing at his level of play. And he played a great game against the, the Panthers. And I know that's only Curtis Samuel and obviously not the best um, receiver, but it's a game. And cornerbacks as i said before it's all about confidence and if he gets confidence it's going to be tough to beat him but that's just kind of what i'm thinking about in this game i just don't see you know the vikings coming up in here and winning the saints are six and one at home under in the drew Brees, sean payton era in the playoffs 
Vikings in that same span are 0-3 on the road. And, I don't know. The the Vikings right now, they're just... I mean, I don't like the way they're coming into this game. I think they're kind of... Look, they're don't, not really hurt, though. That, that's the kind of thing. They're, they got healthy over the last two games. I mean, it looks like Eric Kendrick's going to play, which is really big. If he plays, and I, I think he was limited today... He did not practice on Wednesday, but we'll see what happens Friday. I I think he's going to go, and that's going to be a kind of a miss, not a mismatch, but it's going to be a you know intriguing player to watch out for. He's going to make plays. He's going to try to make plays. He's probably going to try to you know cover Kamara. Same with Anthony Barr. I, I I think their linebacking core is really good when you're looking at it. They got three really good starters there with Eric Wilson, Eric Kendricks, who is questionable. We'll see if he plays or not, and then Anthony Barr, very very good player. So I think. All that stuff really interesting. Their their D line's good. Daniel Hunter's played very well. Everson Griffin's played very well. They're good against the run up the middle. They don't really have some pass rush up the middle. I just the thing also about the Vikings, I don't like they're up the middle on both sides. Your offensive line up the middle is not so good, and your defensive line up the middle is not so good. So I think that's something to watch out for. And the Saints maybe try to attack that. So again, interesting there. But uh, I think that's really what's going to do it for our notes. Moving over to our intriguing matchups. I think there are three really interesting ones, and I picked out these three. And I think if the Saints can win two of these three, I think they win this game. And if they win three, it's going to be a blowout. And I, I, I expect them to win three of three in this one. So, I mean, you could see where my um, projected score is going to be at the end. I, I, I just see that these matchups are favorable for the Saints. And it seems like the Saints were built to beat a team like the Vikings. So that's really big there. And I think we're just going to get right into it so starting off here first intriguing matchup galvin cook versus the saints front seven cook has over a thousand yards rushing with 1135 yards he's got 13 touchdowns 4.5 yards a carry he's been able to do a really good job as be their bell cow back missed the last two games but he'll be healthy going into the this playoff game so look over 1100 yards in 15 games is very very good and you got to give him a ton of credit there so again good job by him and look the Saints, though, are fourth against the run. They haven't given up a 100-yard rusher in f- over 40 games. Who's, I mean, I just don't see it. And they stopped Elliott earlier in the season. They've been stopping every running back they've faced. They stopped Fournette. I mean, the, you know, the list goes on and on. If you want to look at the Saints, you know, the players, uh, not the players, the, um, the teams that they've played with some great running backs, I mean, they've stopped them all. And that's obviously very favorable for the Saints. They stopped um, Carson for the Seahawks when he was running really great earlier in the season. You just go down the list. Chris McCaffrey really didn't beat them. Devontae Freeman didn't beat them. And you just go down the list. That's, I mean, Houston played some really good running backs in this game and in, in this uh, season. And um, in those games, they did nothing. So I think Dalvin Cook, I think he'll just add him to the list. I, I think the Saints are going to go up. They got some really fast players. And that's going to hurt this Vikings um, you know, rushing attack here. You've got Kiko Alonso healthy. You have DeMario Davis healthy. You have AJ Klein healthy. They're going to stop the run at a really good rate there. You have Cameron Jordan solidify the edge. You have Trey Hendrickson solidify the edge. And I think he's really good at doing that. And he's really good against the run. So I really, and up the middle, you're great. And they don't have a good up the middle um, offensive line. They're not as good. It's not bad, but it's not as good as their tackles and stuff. So I'm pretty confident about the Saints winning this matchup, and I, I, I just think it's going to be, look, maybe Dalvin Cook gets a touchdown, maybe he gets 50, 60 yards. There's, I don't think there's any way he's getting 100, and if he can't get 100 yards, there's no way the Vikings win this game. So I, I think the Saints are going to try to stop the run early, take the play action out of the game, and then later it's going to be tough for them to split out and win this game, and I don't trust Kirk Cousins to do that. And if the Saints get to that point where they're splitting them out and it's, you know, four wide trips to the left, and you're, and you're seeing that, and you're like, if I was a Saints fan, I'd be very confident that they got this. 
and um, that's where Kirk Cousins is at his worst when you you know when he's not in play action when he's in shotgun, and I I think that will continue in this one and. Um, I really like that matchup for the Saints against Cook. Now, Cook's a great running back, and don't be surprised if he goes off and has a really good game. But, again, he's coming in banked up, and still, I just, I, I, I feel confident. Look, you see the Packers, they were able to stop him. Seahawks were able to stop him. I just don't see it. And the Vikings, they just, against good teams, they just don't play as good. And, you know, I think that's going to continue in this game, and the, the Saints will, will uh, stop Cook, and I think they'll be doing it in a big way. So, that's big there. Second intriguing matchup, Michael Thomas versus their secondary. Now, their secondary is not very good when it comes to the cornerbacks. You have three really not-so-good cornerbacks. you got Trey Wiggins, Xavier Rhodes, who's having a really bad year, like really bad. He probably won't even, um, you know, because in the last time they played them in the time before, 2017-2018, they had Rhodes just covering Michael Thomas doing that, you know, one-on-one. They're not going to do that. You know, he's got a sub-50 PPF grade. He's just been really bad. And they're not going to do that. So they're either going to put him on Mike Thomas and give him a ton of safety help with Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris. doesn't look like Anderson, uh, Andrew Sandejo is going to be able to go in this one. So Or Mackenzie Alexander, their, um, their slot corner. So it's going to be really interesting is what they're able to do. They're a little banged up on the secondary, which I just don't see them stopping Michael Thomas. Unless they go all out and stop Michael Thomas. Now they could do that. If they do what the Panthers do, that's fine. Then you're going to leave um, Jared Cook one-on-one. You're going to leave... Um, you know, Traquan Smith one-on-one, Ted Ginn one-on-one, and, and I'm confident the Saints can win those matchups, and you're going to see a lot of those, I think the short passes, I think the Saints are going to win a lot of those, because they play their safeties really back, so they can, you know, their corners, their corners are playing really, you know, in-your-face physical, and then they have help in the back, so I, to me, I think you can burn the corners up front and have some easy throws for Drew Brees, and I, I, I see the Saints taking advantage of that now, Maybe, you know, you see, you know, increased play out of these cornerbacks, but I, I just think if they've played, if they, if they played, I just don't see Michael Thomas losing a lot. Now, if they put four guys on him, that's different, but if they, you know, do what other teams have done and, you know, give him the safety up over the top, but I, I don't know, because you, you still have Harrison Smith is a great player. I mean, look, Anthony Harris, great player, but those two guys, are they going to carry a whole secondary, especially when you have your, um well, first of all, you have your third safety out with Sendejo. Seems like you're going to have Mackenzie Alexander out, who didn't practice both of these days, Wednesdays and Thursday. So now you're in Mike Hughes as your slot corner, and look, that's not very good. So you're going to line up probably Mike in your slot, and then you're, he's going to be able to win. And I truly believe that. So who who's really there for them? I just don't see him. You know, Xavier Rhodes, who's just been awful this year. Trey Waynes has never been like this great corner. He's not bad, but I don't think he's great. He's definitely not a number one corner, and he's not going to guard Mike Thomas. And they really, to me... Unless you're going to put a safety on Jared Cook, you got no one to stop Jared Cook. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they're able to do there. But, um, it, look, if you're going to look at their safeties, their safeties are great. And when you're looking at it, if their safeties play a really good game and this cornerbacks can just hold up front and just play physical and not get charged and not get beat and not get charged with um, some flags, it's going to be a tough time for the Saints. And, look, they, they've done a good job of late. And so you're going to give them credit there. But, I mean, the Saints offense have done great as late as well. So I think that's going to be really interesting as well there. And finally, our third matchup. We're going to switch um, kind of our second matchup around uh, with the Saints banged up secondary playing the Vikings. You know, you, you got Diggs and Thielen and those guys. You know, they can play, obviously. We've seen it in the past, you know. But those are their two receivers. After that, you don't see much. You see, you know, really the Titans, they play two tight ends, two wide receivers, and running back, obviously. So it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, they're able to do there. You know, you have... Uh, Thielen, Diggs, 
Kyle Rudolph, who's, I don't think he will hurt the Saints because he's kind of that guy. He's a red zone threat, but he's not going to beat you after, like, yards after catch. And Irv Smith's still a young tight end, and I don't think he's much of a threat. So you're really looking at uh, Diggs and Thielen. Diggs has been great this year. you got to give him a ton of credit. Really, since that um, Minnesota miracle, he's done a really good job. So, you know, he's got 63 catches, which is not good. Not not great. Not bad, obviously, but still pretty good. And, but he's got over 1,100 yards. So I think it's kind of interesting here in this one. And I think he can be a player that can beat the Saints. Now, we'll see what happens. I don't know if he'll be. I think Mike uh, Marshawn Lattimore is going to go up against him, and he won't beat the Saints. I'm not saying that Janoris Jenkins can cover him, but obviously I'm much more confident with Marshawn Lattimore. Now, if the, if the Saints put Lattimore on Thielen, I mean, Thielen this year just, I mean, he hasn't been as good. Especially, let, let's just go back, I mean, in these games here. He didn't play against the Bears, but um, Monday night against the Packers, he had no receptions on four targets. Game before, three catches, 27 yards. Game before that, then he was hurt. For basically the whole for the whole month of November, but then before that, then he had an, um, one target. The game before, he just he just hasn't been that good this year. Only 30 catches this year. Now he missed he missed games, and and I think you obviously have to look at that. But he just hasn't been the same receiver, especially as you know when, when he's returned. He just I mean since he's returned, he's got three catches in two games. That's nothing great. Now obviously you still have he's you know for the last few years he's been a great target, so you obviously got to look at him, but. I think, obviously, the injury did something, or maybe he's just still getting back. Now, I don't know, but I'm more confident with Janoris Jenkins sticking with Adam Thielen than him doing against the hobby receiver in Diggs. So, that's what I would do. I'd put Thielen with help, and or they're going to put Thielen in the slot. And then you're going to see Johnson and Williams step up, and I think they'll, and I'm pretty confident in that. So, uh, I think it's, I think the scenes do match up well with the secondary if you got your players there. If you got Bell back, if you got Williams back, I, I really like. Because then you can put, you know, Bell against um, Rudolph. And then you can have your, you could have Chauncey Garner-Johnson on um, your slot corner. Or your slot receiver, excuse me there. Um, so, I think that's going to be interesting. And, um... I, I like the Saints in all three of these matchups. I don't. I, I, I do. I think. Look, the Vikings could win it, and that's why it's a matchup, an intriguing matchup. Now, I, I could see Dalvin Cook going off. I mean, I could see their uh, secondary stopping Mike Thomas and the Saints kind of in that Rams game having a tough time to get to other receivers. And I can see you know, the secondary not playing very well. You know, giving up big plays. I think if I'm the Saints, especially with that big play, you put Lattimore in their big play guy. Let no big plays happen. You know, and especially through the passing game. Let D, let uh, Thielen beat you deep. And um, he's more of a crossing receiver, which is Saints have had trouble with. And those, um, you know, misdirections Saints have had trouble with. And that's when, you know, if they're hitting on the run and then they're able to do the play action, that's when you're going to see the misdirections. That's when you're going to see the Saints give up chunk plays and big plays. So it all stems back to the run, and I'm pretty confident that the Saints could stop it. So, and the Saints know that it all stems back to the run. So I think the Saints know that. And um, it's going to be interesting in this game, but I, I do like the Saints' chances, especially in those three matchups. There... So before we get into our group-by-group preview, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. So now we're going to move over to our group-by-group preview in this one. And look, I, I, I think when you're looking at these groups, the Vikings have some really good groups. Got to give them a ton of credit. I mean, you have a really good linebacking group there. You have a good skill position group. You have a good defensive line. Your secondary is a little banged up, as we said, but still good. And then, you know, your quarterback, he's played good. He's You kind of get good good Kirk Cousins or bad Kirk Cousins, and we'll see which Kirk Cousins we get on Sunday. I mean, under the under the bright lights, it hasn't been good for him, 
but this is the biggest game of his career, so we'll see what happens for him. You have a good running back. You have a good set of receivers. Your tight ends are solid. Your offensive line is pretty solid as well. This is a good team, and I think it's a good test for the Saints in the first round. I mean, the last time the Saints were 13-3, and and in the wildcard game, they played the Lions. Lions were a pretty good team that year, too. I mean, both from the NFC North, so you obviously want to put comparisons on those teams. A little different. I mean, I thought Stafford was playing at a higher level than Cousins is now. But, again, I think it's interesting of what, um, you know, this Vikings team could put up because they are a good team. And I think it's going to be interesting um, to see. Now, they haven't beat any good teams this year, but, you know, maybe this will be the first one. I think it's interesting. We obviously got to take them seriously, and you cannot be looking over the next week. Now, I have no doubt that Sean Payton is going to make his team focus on this game. And we know that, so I'm not really worried about it, but got to focus on him for sure. So starting off with our quarterbacks, I'm going to give it to the Saints in this one. Drew Brees playing at the top uh, a top level. You know, he's playing at the top of his career. I think when you're looking back, even on his career, he's playing like, you know, 2014 Drew Brees, 2015 Drew Brees, which is really good. And it's exciting to see. I mean, especially, you know, as a Saints fan, you're looking at, you know, where has this offense been all year? And then it's just this big offensive pour out. You know, it's really exciting to see, and I think it will continue into the playoffs. So, I'll take Breeze here. Cousins has not played good in big games, and that's his MO. So, we'll see what happens if he can change that. Now, look, he's played in big games. Big game after big game after big game, and he's failed every single one. And, honestly, at this point, whoever fan you are, do you trust, um, even if you're a Vikings fan, you do not trust Kirk Cousins in this spot. I mean, until he proves it, you cannot trust him. And it doesn't matter if you're Viking. I think the Vikings fans even think that. Do you, I mean, look, I, I don't think they have big trust in um, Kirk Cousins and what he's able to do. And it just hasn't been very successful in the playoffs or in big games because their formula to winning is trying to run the ball. And then, you know, when you, if you run the ball well, then you can set up easy throws, basically. But you're playing when you get into the playoffs and you play these really good teams. They got great run defenses. And, you, you know, and your defense is great at, you know, making turnovers and that stuff, and they're not going to be turning the ball over that much. So it's really tough to do what they do in the playoffs. And I think that would continue with the Saints game. And, again, I think the Saints, I think you're looking at Drew Brees, I, I'm expecting another really good game. I'm expecting a clean game from him, and I'm expecting, you know, him to carry the Saints team. And um, I think he can do that. And not to carry the team, that's not the right word, but lead the Saints team, that's the right word, and lead the Saints team. And lead the Saints team to victory. And, um, and I have no doubt that he'll be able to do that, so... I'm going to take Breeze in this one. Skill position, I'm going to go with a push. I mean, they have Dalvin Cook. We have Alvin Kamara. Kamara's kind of getting back in the swing of things here. I think he's looking more and more like his old self. But I was looking at some uh, film on his old highlights from, not old, not from last year, from this year, like game one, two, three. He just looks a lot more elusive. I, I mean, you know, you guys can, you know, look at those highlights for yourself and, you know, judge it. But to me, you look at that Seahawks game, you look at that Texans game, you know, he's getting those swing passes, which is going for, like, no gain or a loss now. They're going for 10-yard gains. And, um, obviously, a little of that's the blocking, but he's been able to make guys miss. Can't do it as much. Now, he's getting back to it. He's made a few guys miss over the last few games. And, you know, you've seen that big playability from him, which is great. But maybe, you know, another game, you see a little better Kamara. You got Dalvin Cook in there, who, to me, is better than Kamara. He's played better than Kamara. He's been able to tote the rock better. Um, who is the better game? I think that's kind of get to be seen in this one. I think that's really interesting. The Saints obviously have the best receiver in this with Mike Thomas. Obviously, you're going to take him over Thielen or Diggs, but the Saints obviously don't have a big wide receiver too compared to their you know two-headed monster there that the Vikings have. But after that, the Vikings don't have much. Saints obviously, I think, have a better tight end with Cook instead of Rudolph. Now, Rudolph's not a bad tight end, but I think he's better. I'll take Josh Hill over Irv Smith. And um, I think even, like, 
I, I do think that, you know, Traquan Smith, if he's coming on, that's great. If T- Ted Ginn, he always shows up in the playoffs. You know, you can you can knock Ted Ginn as much as you want, but he made big catches in the, the Rams game, made big catches um, two years ago in 2017. So I think that could continue into this game. He had a really big game against the, the Vikings the last time they played in the playoffs. 2017, he made a lot of clutch catches. And um, I could see that continuing into that. Now, look, I'm not definitely not, you know, saying Ted Ginn's going to have a big game. I'm not counting on Ted Ginn, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, right now, I think if you're a Saints fan and these skill position players, you have to count on, obviously, Mike Thomas, and he's had such a good year. I, I think, rightfully so, you can't count on him. So I'm fine with counting on him. I think you have to count on Jared Cook in the red zone especially, which I can count on. He's, you know, he's obviously building that um, chemistry with Drew Brees, and it's looking great. It's looking like, you know, Jimmy Graham all over again, and just like, wow. You know, he's a good player, and you can trust him, in my opinion. And then also Alvin Kamara. And then after that, you know, if someone shows up, that's great. And, you know, you can see Latavius Murray have a big game against his old team. That would be great. I think he could have a big game against his old team. They have a tough, um, they don't have as good as a interior defensive line. Saints have a great interior um, offensive line if, you know, you have uh, Walford and Pete playing. And that's obviously really big for Murray. You have Kamara, you know, I, I think could have a big game as well. I'm going to go with a push. I, I think the Vikings have the skill position players. They have the talent. So that's why I'm going to give it a push. But I think the Saints can be more successful in it. Um, but I, I, to me, it's a push in this one. So that's kind of what it is there. Moving over to the offensive line. I'm going to take the Saints in this one, especially with their you know healthy starting five. Now, the Vikings don't have a bad starting five. I mean, you have Riley Reef, who's done a pretty good job. But he had a really bad game against the Packers. Really bad. He got beat a lot against um, Zadarius Smith over there. So... Watch out for Michael Thomas, not Michael Thomas, Cameron Jordan, excuse me, there, having a big game against him. I think that could be really interesting. Um, Brian O'Neill has been good this year, so I think it's going to be interesting. He's been pretty solid, and he's kind of that unsung player on that offensive line that no one really has ever heard of, but he's been very good for them this year. So we'll see what, you know, if um, Jordan goes up against him or he goes up against the left tackle, we'll see there, or maybe he'll switch between both, and that's going to leave, you know, Mario Edwards, Trey Hendrickson, see what they're able to do, and... I'm confident in them, too. So I think that's going to be big there. Up the middle, they have Pat Eflin, Garrett Bradbury, and Josh Klein. Not bad, but not as good. You know, you're looking definitely more the average to below average on these guys on the interior. That's why I think you're going to see a big game from David Onyemata, Shai Tuttle, Malcolm Brown. I think you're going to be able to see these guys have big games, and I think they'll show up on the stat sheet. Um, stat sheet I'm sorry there. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting as well. Saints offensive line, you're going to obviously roll out with Armstead, Pete, McCoy, Walford, and then Ramchek to round it out. Not a, not really a big weakness on that group. Pete is probably your worst, but he's still average. And, you know, you could definitely run behind him. He gets athletic out in space. Again, I think these, you know, five guys are going to be, you know, really good. That means you can use Easton now as your sixth guy in an you know, extra blocking situation, which is big. So... I like the Saints offensive line in this one. I don't see a, really a weakness at all, and I think that's going to help them in the pass game, to help them in the run game, and I think that's a really big advantage that the Saints have over the Vikings there. Flipping it over to the defense with the D-line, I'm going to say these D-lines are a push. You know, you have Daniil Hunter, who's had a very, very good season for the Vikings. You have Cameron Jordan, who's had a very, very good season for the Saints. I think Cameron Jordan's been a bit better, but both have been very, very good. Everson Griffin has had a really good year for the Vikings, and, you know, he's been able to get the sacks. He's got eight sacks this year, which is not amazing, but it's still good. Opposite Cameron Jordan, you don't have, you know, Everson Griffin. Maybe you would have 
if you had Davenport, and maybe that would give the Saints the edge. But on the outsides, um, on the ends here, I'm going to give the edge to the Vikings, but on the interior, I really like what the Saints are able to put out. The depth is there, and I have faith. Whoever they're going to put in that um, interior, I have faith that they're going to win, and they're going to stop the run. And now they're really good against the run. Um, Limval Joseph and Samar Stefan. Stefan, not as good to really um, anything. He's kind of playing out of position when he's playing three-tech, better one-tech for him. So he's kind of playing out of position. I think that's a big kind of um, weakness for them. And Limval Joseph can't even um, you know, rush the passer. I think when you're looking at um, Brown, who's better at rushing the passer, and then you're looking at what the Saints can put out with Tuttle, with Onyemata, with you know, Stallworth, it's better. And I, I, that's why I'm going to put it as a push. And um, I like what the Vikings can put out. They definitely have a good defensive line. But I think the Saints also have a really good defensive line as well. So I think both there, really good job. I think really good for both of these teams. I think they got really good groups. That's why I'm going to go with a push. And it's really tough who you're going to give the edge to. Um, the Vikings kind of have the edge on the you know inter- on the exterior. Saints on the interior. So I think that's interesting there. Linebackers, I'm going to give this one to the Vikings. I think they have a really good um, kind of set core there, especially if Kendricks plays. You know, you have Kendricks, Barr, and Wilson. They've all played outstanding this year, and it's going to be interesting to see what Alvin Kamara can do against them, what Jared Cook can do against them. And um, I, I, look, they're probably going to put Barr on Kamara. They did that in the past, and it's kind of been a back and forth. Been a really good matchup. So I think it's going to be interesting. What the Saints are putting up, I think, you know, Demario Davis has played outstanding, kind of like Kendricks, who's played outstanding as well. Um, you have those you know good linebackers that really anchor your defense. Both of those guys have been able to do that. Kiko Alonso and AJ Klein have both playing a l- very good football. Very very good football. You see uh, Kiko Alonso before um, the injury, and he's played good after the injury as well. You know this season he's a top twenty linebacker, and that's outstanding. Especially you know he was at the bottom with the Dolphins coming here. He's done a really good job as kind of that base linebacker, and I think that's really big there. You know you're looking at AJ Klein who's done a really good job stopping the run. Now he's been a lot better in pass uh, pass protection as well as the pick six. That's a really big play. The recognition is very high. I think he's a good player as well, and he can come up in here and make a play. And I really like what the Saints are putting out at linebackers, but you have a lot of you know star players there. you got Kendricks, you got Barr, you got Wilson. All are playmakers. All are going to make plays. All are fast. They're going to you know gank the ball. And that's why I'm a little worried about the Saints rushing attack. I do trust you know the O-line to get to that second level and make some big plays. I trust Kamara to you know, make some guys miss. Trust Cook to make some big plays over these guys, but uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. I think they definitely have a good linebacking core, and that's you know it's kind of the heart and soul of their defense, and they kind of built it around that front seven, and they definitely have a great front seven. So I think you know I think they do have the edge in that one. Flipping it over to the secondary, if the Saints starters play, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints. You know I was talking about um, Marcus Williams and Bell, both of those guys very very good, definitely Pro Bowl type players. And um, you know, great safeties. You're looking at um, the cornerbacks. You're gonna have Lattimore. You probably won't have Apple, but you're probably gonna have Lattimore, and you're and you're definitely you're definitely gonna have Lattimore. And that means they're gonna put um, Janoris Jenkins there. And then the slot, you'll have Gardner Johnson, and then also PJ Williams. I really like this Saints secondary. And did they give the big plays against the Titans? They have. But the way you know, if you see Janoris Jenkins come into his own and play at a high level, it's gonna be tough. It's going to be tough for anyone to beat them. And I think this is a really big test for this team. And if they shut down this Vikings um, wide receiving core, I mean, I don't, I trust them to shut down. And, you know, obviously that I think if they shut down this wide receiving core, I don't think the Vikings win this game. So 
Um, if they move on and face the Packers, I trust them to shut down Devontae Adams. And then, you know, if they win that game, then they would go on to play the, the 49ers or another team. I trust them to even beat that. And I think, you know, if they're able to come in at a high level, you have Williams and Bell coming off the injury good. I don't know what's stopping this team. I, I mean, I don't know, especially the secondary. Now, look, they've obviously had trouble in the past with the secondary. Some uneven play, you know, against the 49ers. Really bad play against 49ers. Not so good against the Titans. Kind of, you know, up and down. Now you're looking at the last game was really good against the, the Panthers. And, you know, the game against the, the Colts, very good. But you were banged up in all those games. Now you're coming back healthy. I mean, it just shows the depth. I think they have a ton of depth. And when you have depth, that means you can put choices. And that means, you know, you can put Johnson, you know, in, against a slot receiver, and then you can put, you know, Bale against a, t- a tight end. You know, that's a big, that's a big plus for the Saints, because I think he's probably, you know, he's a great slot corner. You know, you, you want Chauncey Carter Johnson out in the field, and he could really play anywhere. So then, you know, you're going to use his flexibility. Then you could use P.J. Williams, you know, also in the slot, maybe against another receiver. Then you have uh, Patrick Robinson, you know, off the bench. All this stuff is just really big. And if they got Apple back, I mean, that would be even bigger. So... I like the Saints secondary. You have a Viking secondary that's banged up. You have Xavier Rhodes playing his worst football of his career. You have two great safeties that have been the saving grace probably to this whole defense in Harrison and Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris. But I do not think it will be enough against Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, Alan Kamara, Traquan Smith. I don't think it's going to be enough for them, and I, and I just don't think those two guys can you know you know just patch together a secondary, and it's tough for them to do that. Now them playing back helps them with the deep ball, but the Saints don't really throw the deep ball. So, again, yeah, maybe it will stop against other offenses that can throw the deep ball. 49ers, Packers, great. But the Saints don't do that. So I think the Saints have an edge, and they, you know, when you're looking at that short to intermediate, the Saints have the edge there, especially because that's where you're going to need your cornerbacks to step up. You know, if you're playing your safeties back and you're throwing slants, they won't be able to get up in time. So I think it's going to be interesting, and we'll see what happens there. But um, I'll take the edge of the Saints. And then special teams and coaching, again, the Saints special teams all year have been really good. They have saved the Saints' hidden yards in multiple games. They've won the Saints' games, in my opinion. You have Will Lutz, um, Morstead, Deontay Harris have been amazing spe- um, specialists. Then you have Justin Hardy, who's played very well. JT Gray has played very well. Taysom Hill has played very well. And um, I really like what the Saints are doing on special teams. Dan Bailey for the um, Vikings has been solid. Colquitt has been solid. Um, they got Mike Hughes as their punt returner, Amir Abdullah as their kick returner. Nothing amazing there. I like what I like what Deontay Harris can do instead of them. So I'm going to give the edge to the Saints in the special teams and the coaching. I'm going to give um, to the Saints as well. Mike Zimmer is a great coach. Got to give him a ton of credit. He's done a really good job with this group of guys. He's kept them together. He's kept them motivated. But Sean Payton's a different. I think he's just on a different level. You know, if uh, Mike Zimmer's a top ten coach, Sean Payton's a top two coach, and I think he's going to be one step ahead of him on this game. I, no doubt in my mind the Saints will be ready to play this game from the starting kick, and no doubt in my mind that they'll be able to start fast. And um, you know, I, I do think the Saints will get a sizable lead in the beginning. I think you're gonna have to then see Kirk Cousins trail, try to come back, and that's where the Saints will just eat them up. And you're probably gonna see the bright lights shine too hard for Kirk Cousins once again. I think Sean Payton's gonna probably put up another great game plan for the Saints on offense. I like what Dennis Allen. You know, once he's now like, look, right when he missed. Um, Davenport, Rankins, you saw him not as good. The pressure wasn't there. But I think over the last three games, you've seen him get better and better in, you know, hitting on those manufactured blitzes with, um, you know, calling blitzes. He's been better at really nice disguise blitzes. He's been much better. The scheme is there. And now he's relying on Lattimore to kind of follow the team's best receiver, which is great. And I think it's working. 
So all that really good stuff by Dennis Allen. I think he's kind of hit his groove with this team now with the injuries to um, the, the defensive line because beginning of the year, the defensive line wasn't as good. Kind of like what it is now. You know, he didn't have rankings. And, you know, we played really well. And I think kind of Dennis Allen's got back to that. And he's done a really good job there. So overall, give me the Saints on that one as well. So now to the final score here. <laughs> I do think the Saints are going to put up over 30. My score is 35-24 in this one. I think the Saints will get out to a big lead. The Vikings will probably add a few garbage points at the end, maybe like 35-17. I think the Saints will be able to push it and really have a really good game in this one, and then it'll be on to the Packers. I don't see the Saints losing this game. And um, the only way I see is if they're able to hit on the running game, that opens up the play action, and they're able to hit on a few really big plays. You have the trick plays in there they're going to hit. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Um, the Vikings are a great team, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints lost, but, um, I, maybe I would be a little surprised, probably, but we'll see what happens, and I, I have trust in this team, as I said before, I think we can beat anybody, I want them to play everybody, give us the hardest road possible, because I think we're battle-tested, I think we're ready, you know, you lose your quarterback for five games, he plays well, um, you can get over that, you get over losing a lot of guys to IR, this team's ready, you know, and, um, you know, we're sitting here on Thursday, obviously, can't wait for this game on Sunday, I do think this team's ready, and it doesn't matter, you know, what seed they were or, you know, what teams they're going to play, you know, if you're the best of the best, and you'll show it on the field, and they're coming in hot, and sometimes, you know, the bye hurts teams, I, I maybe it would have hurt this team, I mean, obviously we'll never know, but I don't think it hurt last year's team, last year's team kind of didn't limp into the playoffs, I'm not going to say it limped into the playoffs, it was still a great team, but they were not as high-flying as the Saints are right now, and you see a lot of those players on last year's team, you see a lot of them develop into a better player. And I think overall that this Saints team, regardless of seed, is better than um, the Saints team that came into the playoffs last year. So really interesting stuff. We'll see what happens. But um, at the end of the day, to beat the Saints in the playoffs, you know what you need. You need some, you know, out-of-the-world play or the refs to help you. So we'll see what happens. Again, I expect the Saints to win, but, I mean, you never know. Still playoff football, and uh, it's going to be an interesting game for sure. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you haven't followed us on our various social media accounts and you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat This, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion, and then anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are on there. So that means Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that fun stuff. There should be a fun game. Excited. We're obviously going to have a recap of this game probably on Monday, win or lose, obviously. Um, hopefully it'll be a win. And then if the Saints win, that means we'll do our preview. Just normal schedule here throughout and um, I think that's also really big, the Saints, obviously. Normal schedule, and, um, you know, especially when you're hot, you want to play on, you know, you got your normal schedule, and um, Saints are able to do that there as well. So, with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?